0: What's up everybody and welcome to the 90s First Podcasting Network. My name is Mike and alongside my co-host Joe, we take a look at some 90s content that we just can't stop watching. Join us on our flagship show, The 90s First Show. We look at some 90s content that Joe and I are watching, as well as some current stuff, and we end it with a 90s trivia contest. Or join us on Test Your Might a video game debate show where we battle it out on the current news. Joe hosts as our good buddy Cicero and I try to get the high ground and go 1000 IQ against each other. If you would like to connect with us, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The 90s First. And finally, if you would like to support us monetarily, we have a Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash the 90s First to show general support for as little as a dollar a month. So whether you're listening to The 90s First Show or test your might joe and i would like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts we hope that you have a blessed day
1: okay guys we're back another episode of test your might and guess who's back to help me not mess up it's mike but (laughs) we also have special guest rubber duck aka justin back with us justin how you doing man i'm doing great today all right what was that it was a rubber duck was was that a rubber duck oh gosh that's fantastic (laughs) for the people watching on youtube you already know but for our listeners uh justin aka rubber duck just held up a tiny duck and then a giant golden duck which was awesome and i did not know that was happening so thank you for that Alright, well, welcome back to Test Your Might, our weekly video game debate show. Uh, obviously, I am here, Jelly, we have Mike here back, he was gone hey. last week, and we have Justin here. Uh, are you guys ready for a pretty epic battle later?
0: Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Inside Baseball, uh, we, us three, uh, we're the best of friends, and we have a little small Facebook chat, and Justin's been talking some smack for months, <laughs> so I'm ready, I'm ready to the, lay, a lay the bit. beat down today. The
1: gauntlet so. is getting laid, all right. Just a little bit, yeah, just <laughs> a little. <laughs> all right, so if you guys are listening or watching either one, please leave us a review on Apple, iTunes, iTunes podcast whatever the heck their segment thing is called uh but review it and uh and let us know how we're doing so that we can make it better for you guys the listeners the people who are tuning in and checking us out and hopefully enjoying our content hopefully uh but you gotta let us know so uh leave us a review rate us and uh and let us know how we're doing For those who want to go the extra mile, we do have uh, a way to support us. You can find us on Patreon at the 90s First Nineties First Podcast. But you don't even have to support us to check out the articles that Mike has been writing. Uh, He's written how many, Mike?
0: Um, I got two up on the site uh, recently. Uh, So I wrote on uh, Mass Effect, um, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, But I also wrote a review on the Friends reunion on HBO Max um and and, uh coming tuesday uh i'll have a review of the full uh disney plus series mighty ducks game changer so i'll have a review on there for the full series so
1: nice and you have a you have a tony hawk one too as well right i remember yeah that one
0: that was that was a long one uh Mm -hmm. long long time ago rather is what i'm saying but uh yeah that actually that actually had like 45 reads um and so i'm very Mm -hmm. blessed so uh anybody listening to this who who read that thank you um means a lot that was that was a good article right so yeah
1: yeah, awesome. Cool. So uh, yeah, check out our Patreon. There's uh, articles there for, uh, for you to check out that Mike has written. Uh, I have not written any. You wouldn't <laughs> want to read them if I did. So let's be real here. I'm a, I'm not a good writer. Uh, I can use words okay when they're coming out of my mouth. If I try to put them down on paper, it's way worse. And I, uh, I trip over words my words hard. enough while talking. Words so <laughs> words are hard. All right, we are going to uh, continue our segment, the question of the day series rolls along with our favorite game from each generation this is (laughs) and uh we're talking about uh, the switch and handheld consoles so uh mike shooting this one to you first then uh justin we'll check out your answers
0: yeah. So for the switch, it's very hard. Um, I think I'm going to choose one game, but I'm going to do a special shout out to the other. Uh, the reason why the other is not, uh, not the one is because it's into the breach and, uh, into the breach actually started, uh, on PC. So basically like this, uh, 2d tactical, um, are, you know, uh, not RTS, sorry, a turn-based strategy game. Uh, and I love it. Uh, it's also a roguelike as well. So it like, so if you die, you start all over. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, you know, it's a super fun game. Really enjoyed it. So special shout out that, but to me, it is uh, super Mario odyssey. Uh, I, I had the most fun playing that game, uh, super, super accessible, super fun. Um, and it is, it is in my opinion, the quintessential Mario. I think it's the best Mario game, 3d Mario wow, game right. ever made. So that's my, uh, switch choice. Uh, as far as handheld goes, um, Pokemon soul silver, <laughs> it, it has to be soul silver. Um, I, Silver is my favorite Pokemon game of all time, but Soul Silver took it to the next level with some updated graphics and and just more to do. Um yeah, Pokemon Soul Silver, amazing.
1: All right, Justin. Favorite Switch game and handheld.
2: Um jeez, Switch is hard, you know. Uh, Odyssey was very good. I actually 100%ed it. It was great. Uh I do agree with that uh jelly i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to go with breath of the wild
1: um... i'm just gonna say the same things so that's fine <laughs> yeah okay
2: uh it, it it was a fantastic game Uh it did have a, a few gripes you know breaking weapons that kind of stuff but for the most part it was fantastic the story caught me and it visually it was a great game for the switch it was the first game i played on the switch and it was the reason i bought it really
1: all right, what about uh handheld other than Switch?
2: Handheld other than Switch. Um I'm going to go way back to one of the first games I played on handheld. And that's going to be the original Tetris on the Game Boy. The original oh, Game okay. Boy. The gray giant block Game Boy. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that was a like system like that big. water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Green screen, a, a you know no backlighting it was it was
1: way before backlighting it was old
2: school you know all you had was a d pad and two buttons and that's all you needed and tetris got me hooked on the whenever you're sitting just want to play a quick game all the way
1: <laughs> it's my ringtone that's how good a, that's how good of a game it is, is i have had tetris as my ringtone since i got my new phone yeah uh, it is fantastic it's uh, also the
0: best i think it's the best selling game of all time I think it's, it's that's a, it's up there
1: really i think it's one of the i think fortnite one of the have knocked it out
0: well no i think minecraft would have um
1: or minecraft for, yeah fort,
0: fortnite's free buddy <laughs> it's, it still counts
1: it's still best they still they still put it in the list um but and there's beta was free and the hmm. multiplayer is free, but the other one wasn't. Besides the point, we're getting yeah. off track here. My favorite <laughs> Switch game is obviously Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, as our listeners know, uh, Zelda is my favorite series of all time. So, no shock that Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be my favorite game. Uh, I don't mind the breaking weapon system. I don't mind uh, really anything about the game. I really love the game. There's so many cool things, and I spend a lot of time on YouTube, as uh, as both these guys can attest to, <laughs> and I watch some of the uh, the hidden hacks of the game, just to find out things that, that other people are are learning by by continuing to play way after the game is over, mm-hmm. and uh, this game offers so much, It's there's so much depth in these little things that you didn't know, there's a way to swim differently that shouts back to uh, Ocarina of Time, if you z hold and move it'll do the classic ocarina of times like side swim uh oh well it well yeah so there's like these cool things so yeah zelda breath of the wild is my number one on switch uh if i'm going to handheld uh mike already picked a pokemon game so i'm not gonna do that but i'll uh, you
0: can though i'll say I,
1: i could but i played another one on handheld that maybe rivaled pokemon for how much i played it and that was golden sun oh uh it was a turn-based strategy it was like uh final fantasy for game boy almost and it was super fun played the heck out of it i think i played it i don't know 10 times through probably and uh it was was a great game it was i'm a big final fantasy nerd so it was final fantasy on game boy just called golden sun and uh, i think i still have my copy in my game boy advance
0: there you go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah golden golden sun there there's a lot of high praises uh for golden sun in, uh, it, was a, it was a great community. game yeah for sure
1: yeah uh let's move on to what we have been playing and justin i'm going straight to you for this one what have you been playing lately
2: uh well uh jelly you're not gonna like this one either but i've been playing a lot of resident evil uh, i um, mean if you enjoy it uh i am actually i'm uh, thoroughly enjoying it i've beaten it five times Holy moly! Uh, one of the playthroughs was a speed run at two hours and two minutes and for the whole game uh, the whole game two hours and two minutes uh i've been destroying it so uh, (laughs) i did set it down recently i beat seven and then i picked up eight about a week after it released got through it and now i've just been relaxing and you know taking a break from it for a little while
1: and you you played in vr once didn't you
2: uh, I did. I had. I have PSVR as well, and I've tried it in seven in that. But uh, I did not play eight in VR. I don't think they it don't have out it. In VR. They don't have it. No, it, in it doesn't. VR. Okay. Uh, I've just been playing on the Series X and beating the crap out of the game. <laughs> Dang.
0: Yeah, they right. they really like. I was reading that they really like. Um, they want people to speed run it because there's there's mm-hmm. so many like speed running achievements, which is really cool because there's not really a game that i feel it's uh, yeah. like been built for speed running narratively at least you know
2: yeah, yeah the uh game does have an achievement for speed running it is you beat the game in four hours and when i hit half that time i was like i'm gonna take a break for a little while <laughs> <laughs> I, def- I definitely i definitely
0: want to get to it but um yeah there's some. it's else. fantastic <laughs> oh. Yeah. what what
1: is it mike what have you been playing what's getting in the way of your resident um, evil time let's just um, let's just go for it uh it's not apex it's how has it been affecting you
0: <laughs> uh yeah you know i i've been playing massively it every, been playing it every day um it's you know just thanks for setting
1: me up for that one duck been no uh
0: you know stopping in and out checking it out and uh you know solitaire has just been a very good game
2: <laughs> that game <laughs> is legendary yeah
0: it is <laughs> um no i've been playing mass effect legendary edition um i never never played a mass effect trilogy before so this is man i i I did uh, I did write an article uh, about the four reasons that I believe uh, playing Mass Effect now is better than, uh, you know, the original. So definitely go check that out on the Patreon. But um, I I will this is probably one of the best sci fi stories in any medium that you will ever play. Um, like it is a uh, play, read, watch. It is it is so good. Um, it's so fun. It's it's like living, it's like playing an interactive Star Trek game. Um, but you know, it's just a phenomenal story. Uh, so, you know, uh, and then the small the small gameplay uh, enhancements the the changes the slight changes that they made to Mass Effect One has made it so much more of a bearable game to play. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I booted up the original 2007 uh, back in 2019, and dude, it's just it's so bad, it's so clunky. <laughs> um, but but they changed it enough where it feels okay. And then as well as as well as just playing it, also have been mostly uh, you know I switch every once in a while to my 1080p monitor right here that I'm staring at now, uh, Mm -hmm. to play, but I've been mostly playing on my 4k HDR, like, and the game just looks beautiful. Um, so for a 20, for a 2007 game, like I'm just, I'm having a blast and (laughs) I, I've, I've played nothing else except for today. Uh, I did, I did, uh, my son, my son and I are playing through the 2015 reboot of Ratchet and Clank. So Uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, me and him are booting it up on the PlayStation 4. um, And we're just, he's got his little, he plays with a uh, Link controller. Uh, He's got a little. Uh, controller that's a Link controller and Switch controller. It's not hooked up or anything, <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> fake playing but he and plays alongside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the so... little brother, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, Ratchet and Clank 2015 is pretty fun. Like it's it's just a simple like 3D platformer. Um, I won't I won't get to play the new Ratchet and Clank because I'm probably not going to be getting a PS5. But you know it is what it is. Um So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, will will anybody be getting a PS5 though? Wonder. Apparently not. No, apparently not. <laughs> uh, okay, I've hit Sony hard enough on here. Uh, what have I been playing? I've been playing, uh, I mean, as you all know, Lego Jurassic Park, exactly. Uh, my son nice. and I were playing Lego Jurassic Park, actually, just, uh, just yesterday. And uh, that game is super fun. They made the movie yep. into a game, and it has almost all of the same dialogue. It follows almost all the same plot points. It is so good. They obviously... Make it way more PG than what Jurassic Park oh, yeah. is, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> start with, start with that, Chili, and then move to the movies. Oh
2: no, we've been watching oh, the movies they, for years. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> it's way too late,
1: <laughs> but no, it's super good. And then uh, and then, as always, Apex. Uh, I'm huge, huge in Apex Legends. Uh, there's an event going on that I'm behind in because I've been working uh, this last week at my actual job, which I'm a custodian at a high school. Uh, has put me way behind on on my gaming, obviously, because that takes precedence. <laughs> uh, not real-life stuff, but gaming. Uh, so there's an event going on that I am super far behind in. That I have one day and like 12 hours left to finish. Uh, so I'll be playing Apex this evening, most likely. <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. I,
2: I also haven't played since we played last. Uh, I've been putting Apex down for... Oh, a brief no. minute here I, yeah.
0: so the day that Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out the day after <laughs> I played a couple rounds with a friend of the show Josh Collins um, and after that I haven't touched Apex so just <laughs> Mass Effect <laughs> that's all I played uh, <laughs> I jumped in, in. And,
2: I jumped in and bought the skins and then I got out that's <laughs> what I did recently but <laughs> I got the cheetah skin and all, you know, the new skin packs. That's (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully the OG squad will boot Apex back up again and we can all hang out and play in there. But for now, we're moving on to the news. And uh, there's been a bit since we've last talked, especially the three of us. Uh, You guys ready to dive in? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, uh, You know, hearkening back to the Switch, which we were just talking about. There are 4K Switch rumors uh, ramping up. So, potentially, the new console uh, could be coming out as early as this year in September, which is mm-hmm. huge, because that is nigh on, what, four months? No, less than, because it's the 30th as we recording. So, it's almost June,
0: meaning yeah, mm-hmm. three
1: months away, potentially, from seeing uh, 4K Switch uh, thoughts. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Mike, we'll go to you first and then shoot over to Justin.
0: Yeah, you know, it was just a natural thing. Um, I think I think Switch had to do something to, um, I don't know, like I didn't necessarily, the, the Switch is such a niche thing. It's so cool. Uh, the fact that you could just play it handheld and then hook it up to your TV as well, that's, that's amazing. Uh, but like to have 4K support, uh, it was, I think it was just a natural thing. Um, I think that's the only that that's the only real step that they need to take to, uh, I think, compete with the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. It's not going to hit obviously their power and their loading times, mm-hmm. but Nintendo has never needed that. So I th- I really think the only true thing that they need to do to somewhat still be in the the competition, at least, is keep the switch the what it is like don't 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 pull a don't pull a Wii to a Wii U type situation just keep the switch what it is but create a 4K version um and to have a 4K dock that you could set up on your 4K TV and play Breath of the Wild in 4K and already looking beautiful game but like with 4K mm-hmm. it's not going to run ray tracing or anything like that at least i don't suspect but at least four k, like with some h d r like, yeah, for sure, sign me up um i think I think that's just a brilliant move from Nintendo because they have the catalog to to back mm-hmm. it up they you know oh, yeah. you don't need to do much with it, so yeah mm-hmm. Justin, I
2: completely think? agree, yeah, I completely agree, uh what I think is that the switch doesn't need to change, like you said, but I think they're trying to. Um, kind of like morph it into something that's going to be a prolonged system. Uh, maybe make room for a streaming service with better quality games available. Uh, hint, hint. But <laughs> I think that uh, honestly, with the 4K, the the only thing that it's really going to change is the dock. And most people play the Switch the way it's meant to be played on the handheld. And honestly, I don't I don't know if it's going to really affect me that much because I like to play in handheld as well. But if they are able to do something to change it, fix the Joy-Con drift. That's the only thing that yeah. I worry about, that drift on the Joy-Cons. Uh, fix that, make it a pro, add 100 bucks. it's going to sell. It's Nintendo. They've got a great, oh, yeah. ba- great catalog as well. It, it's really just prolonging the life of the yeah. Switch and making it more future safe, you know.
0: I just yeah, I just don't see the need for me to upgrade. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, I think because like I do play it handheld uh, a lot of the time as well, and I'm okay with the 1080, especially on Nintendo. Like, if I want to play a beefed up like ray tracing game, like I'm just gonna boot it out my on my Series X. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, but but like the new the new Switch will have a 1080p screen as well on the handheld side, so uh, that'll be good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a good update, a well-needed one. So, mm-hmm.
1: There's two gripes that I have with the Switch. Uh, one is that in handheld mode, for me, and I know this isn't for everyone, but for me it's too small. I want it to be a little <laughs> bit bigger. I want more meat. I know you can buy the grips and the the stupid things. I think they should come <laughs> like that. I think the Joy-Cons, uh, how they are, are <laughs> they're meant to be the way they are so you can play uh, you know, two player, but mm-hmm. they're terrible. Uh, yeah. They're not useful. No, so they need to go all in and make them ergonomic to playing handheld, kind of like they did with the light, even though the light could have been way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my first gripe is that Joy Cons need improvement and need to be able to, like, ergonomically handheld. And then my second would be, uh, which I think they'll address, but give it more power, uh, make it just a little bit wider, a little bit deeper, give it a bigger battery. And then give it a little more performance. They can add a bigger fan, better cooling, uh, keep it running perfectly. Especially if they update the screen to a 1080. Yeah, they'll have to update the power uh-huh. if they're
0: going to switch it to a 1080 screen. So, but yeah, I uh-huh. want to
1: see. I want to see just a little bit thicker. And like I said, I got big hands. Like I'm a bigger person. Not everyone is big, but <laughs> I I don't think that they would hurt their market if they increase the size by seven seven millimeters and that would be considerable uh for battery and fan and storage Mm -hmm. and uh screen speakers all those improvements could be made with you know a half a centimeter space yeah five millimeter you know regardless enough seven seven millimeters i think is a fair amount so i'd like to see that Uh, And
0: I I actually, I actually, I do oftentimes, I don't use a Joy-Con. I oftentimes, you know, have it in handheld on the kickstand and then I'm just using mm -hmm. this with it. I have it on the table or something like that. So that's how I usually run the Switch um, because I agree. My hands cramp after like 30 minutes of playing on those Joy-Cons in handheld mode. It's it's really, yeah. So I concur, Jilly. (laughs)
1: yeah I'd, la- I'd love to see that that change that'd be huge uh, alright on to the next topic though Horizon change. Horizon Forbidden West uh, was announced
0: it was already announced not... but there's gameplay yeah,
1: more, more, yeah, more news gameplay trailer <laughs> uh, I have not had a Playstation <laughs> since Playstation 3 uh, so I have not been in on anything Playstation but Mike I know that you were into this one so tell me
0: more yeah, you know Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, it has it has a great gameplay loop. You know, it's kind of like kind of like a little bit of the Assassin's Creeds of the world. Like, you know, it's got it's got uh, certain areas that you have to you know unlock by you know t- doing one of those towers, basically, kind of like Breath of the Wild too. Um, but it's basically it's robot dinosaurs. You're fighting robot dinosaurs and and also with a bow and arrow any any game with a bow and arrow like just sign me up (laughs) so like horizon zero dawn was super fun uh i haven't beaten it yet but it's it's definitely on my list to beat because uh the first like 10 15 or so hours that i have played i've had just a blast with it um and to see this gameplay trailer like man first and foremost i have no idea how my ps4 is going to run it uh, but it's coming out for PS4, so um, it's gonna have to, because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be playing it there. Um, because man, it just looks so cool. Uh, they added some new uh, new mechanics. They have a hang glider like uh, Breath of the Wild as well. Oh. Um, they also have super moves, um, which is you know you're you're in the middle of combat and then and then you you charge up a super move now and you and you just. There's different sets of uh, super moves that you could do, which is really cool, kind of like a finisher type deal. Uh, okay. Alloy looks. Mm-hmm. The graphics look amazing. Uh, the the one part that caught my eye in the trailer the most was underwater. Holy cow! I don't know if you saw that, but the underwater scenes were brilliant. It was, <laughs> I was, I was floored. <laughs> anyway, All looks right. fun.
1: <laughs> and Justin, you have a PlayStation. Are you going to play it? Uh, if I get around to the original, which I
2: own, yes. Uh you know how it is. <laughs> it's hard to find time, but uh
1: especially when you're playing I, through uh a, it a is, certain game it,
2: five times. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh but like if I, I hear good things about the first, obviously, and if they're making a second, you know, obviously you're gonna you're gonna have to give it a shot and uh I'll be picking it up for sure.
1: You know? Alright. Well, cool man. Takes us right into rapid fire. You guys ready? We're gonna blaze through this. (laughs) Rapid fire! Oh my! He's on fire! Big breath. And Mass Effect's Normandy was an unlockable ship in No Man's Sky. Mike, how do you feel about it?
0: (laughs) Dude, that like I don't play No Man's Sky, but such a cool crossover. Like uh, seriously, just like perfect um and Uh i heard that it was definitely a chore to unlock there was a lot of missions that you had to do uh in order to unlock it and uh listeners if you you know when this episode is out you're listening to this on tuesday the first uh you can no longer get the normandy it was a timed exclusive so that's uh it is done uh as of this recording on the 30th so dang yeah so hopefully you know if you were really into no man's sky that you got it but man such a cool crossover nice
1: all right and justice gods among us is getting an animated movie by warner bros justin you stoked i am actually uh <laughs> i
2: i just hope that they cast some mocap on tom welling for superman uh he he did play a role in one episode of i think it was catwoman on the cw uh, okay. but if they mocap him in I know it's an animated film and there should be a trailer in the Batman new animated film coming out. Uh, but injustice has a great story and I really hope they do it justice.
1: All right. Absolutely intended. PlayStation (laughs) is developing AI agents that will play games with you. Mike, how do you feel about AI coming into your games?
0: (laughs) So, um, this would have been really cool with uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Oh my goodness, the uh, the characters that were with me when you're playing single player—they are the dumbest. <laughs> they just—they <laughs> just get hit and die. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, that's my complaint about that game. Um, no, this will be interesting. Uh, obviously, we already have bots and stuff like that, you know, to play against. Um, but this is this is like. This is like something that would create a co-op experience uh, that they're seeking. So, I don't know what that looks like. Um, I mean, I, to me, I say go find a friend and, should, and just play it in real I life. I love that idea. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but you know, for those who just want to experience it with a secondary player, maybe maybe this will be cool. Who knows? I, I, think AI, I think AI has a long time to... Uh, has a long way to go to to get to where it would be like a human is playing with you. So,
1: Agreed. All right. This one's near and dear to my heart. Overwatch is potentially getting a ping, a ping system similar to Apex Legends. Justin, how do you feel about it?
2: I feel like that is a very good idea. I think this ping system that Apex started its game with should be implicated in every single game, into the future. This allows players to not have to worry about having a headset. This allows people that are shy and don't want to talk on a headset to be able to communicate with their team and let them know what's going on. It is something that should be universal across the
1: gaming. Absolutely. And language barriers. I've run into that before. And you know what isn't a language barrier? The ping system. It works. Yeah, Simple as that. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Alright. Listeners. That has been it for our news and rapid fire. We're going right into it. Justin, Mike, are you ready?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. That was a a real
0: question, yeah. Uh, Uh, No, no, not ready. Uh, The real question is, Mike ready? I I mean, you might get me. I'm really tired, so who knows?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excuses already. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Gentlemen, it is time for. Test your might. That was the insert right there. Boom. PlayStation is expanding more into mobile games and apps. What PlayStation franchise would be the best for a mobile game? And, Justin, Mike you're a guest. First. Do you uh, want to no. go first Let's, or second? I'll go second, yeah. All right, Mike.
0: Ugh. What PlayStation <laughs> franchise
1: would be best for a mobile game?
0: Oh, man. Uh, Little Big Planet um little big planet obviously uh huh. yeah i mean so they recently came out with Sackboy which was like a you know a ps5 exclusive it was a, a platformer uh, but but really i think i think little big planet is pretty ripe for for a mobile experience um I remember playing Little Big Planet on the PlayStation 3 when it came out, and just the creativity that is similar to Scribble which Scribble Knots was uh, a game that is already on handheld uh, where you could. All right, because because Jelly's face is weird. Scribblenauts, you can r- type in something and then it actually makes it. So you could type in like Zeus, and it will make the god Zeus in the game to uh, solve a puzzle. Okay, there you go. <laughs> family friendly words. Yes. Um, yeah. Family friendly words. That's true. Uh, so. Yeah, I think Little Big Planet is the same. Uh, Little Big Planet had a fantastic levels uh, created created creator suite uh, that gave them the ability gave people to create community uh, community levels that you could just download and play. Um, And basically, it's just a puzzle platformer that uh, had a lot of charm. Uh, You have Sackboy, who's very charming as well, um, who's the main character. And yeah, Little Big Planet uh, would be good. There are there are games uh that are good on mobile such as Scribblenaut as well as uh you know Super Mario Makers on the Switch that's kind of mobile you can you could do that as well uh you know give give little big planet uh more life on the mobile games. So
1: all right. Justin, what PlayStation franchise do you think would be best for a mobile game?
2: I also did play Little Big Planet um on the PS3. And uh, I did not pick that, though. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go back to way back when I used to have a PlayStation Portable uh, on my eighth grade grade birthday. And uh, a game came out for it a few years after I got it. And it quickly went to the top of the charts. Because for a mobile experience, when you're in between something and you want a quick gameplay, you don't have to go through a whole level. You just play a quick game, put it down, and then come back to it later. That would have been Gran Turismo. The racing game. One of the top selling games on the PlayStation with real cars from the real world. Not made up cars, not like most of the racing games, take their cars and rename them things. These were authentic cars and authentic engines, sound effects, and it could be a quick little mobile game that you can race a car, play a race, put it down, go back to work, or do whatever you need to do. Quick in and out gameplay. That would be the way to go.
1: Okay.
0: So Gran Turismo is a, uh, Gran Turismo is a simulation game. Um, and I just don't think that mobile experience, uh, you know, is, is good for a simulation type racing game where you're trying to be precise. Uh, you're trying to, uh, you know, ex- execute those turns on, uh, they tight turns as well. Those turns on, uh, short tracks and stuff like that. Like Gran mm-hmm. Turismo is designed to be the Forza Motorsport, you know, of the PlayStation. It's it's supposed to be simulation. It's not supposed to be the arcadey version of like Forza Horizon or something like that, or even a Need for Speed. That is definitely a lot easier and more palpable on a mobile phone when you're using touch controls. Not everybody has connection for, uh, you know, for, f- uh, for a controller uh, to get to you know Bluetooth and stuff like that. So I don't know if it will be the best option. Little Big Planet, on the other hand. Like it, it just reeks of mobile potential because, like, you have that creative suite of creating 2D levels. Um, and it's it has the similar vein of like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, just like so much customization into the level that Little Big Planet would be perfect. Uh, you have you have just mechanics, the, the, the jumping is floaty and that will, uh, that will help with the touch controls and stuff like that. Uh, it, it'd be a perfect platformer for the mobile and to add that online community ability with creative levels. I think it would work.
1: Justin, you want to hit Uh, back on that?
2: Oh, of course. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, you did have a good point. You know, it is about precision. It is about being concrete with your choice of driving on a curve, going left and right, pushing a gas pedal, pushing a brake pedal, but a lot more struggle comes into 3D platforming on a mobile device, with an easy fall to ruin your entire gameplay experience. When it comes to racing games, they're one of the top played games on mobile devices already, and they're quick to make money for the companies creating them, and they're quick to continue making money by adding new content.
0: I mean, but racing, you have like Mario Kart and stuff on there and you have just like more arcadey versions. And plus uh little big planet, if I remember correctly, is just a 3d game on a 2d plane though. Uh, so it is still, it still has the 2d element to it. And that would just be very simple just to completely go 2d. Um, and it would be, I think it would work. So,
1: all right, I
2: will leave it up to the judge. I've heard enough.
0: <laughs> I,
1: uh, I really enjoyed both your pitches. Mike, yours was very detailed. I enjoyed that about it. Duck, everyone loves a racing game. You're not wrong. I think because Mike hit back harder on the racing game and provided a little bit more, I'm going to give him the win. And we've got Asphalt on mobile. And it'd be super hard to compete with that. I know it wasn't a point brought up, but it's something I'm thinking about. Uh, Little Big Planet, I think, is a perfect game to port on mobile. Uh, I played it. I'm familiar with it. I have also played Gran Turismo. I'm familiar with it. That one feels like it would be a lot harder to get onto mobile and then play on mobile. Whereas Little Big Planet, fun for everyone, fun for the family, fun for your kids. Uh, I think that's the one. I'm going with that one. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next one. Now, Valve. Basically, Steam is reportedly coming out with a handheld device similar to the Switch. Do you believe this will actually compete with the Switch or not? Now, Mike won the last one, so Justin, you get to start on this one. Do you believe it will or will not compete with the Switch? Will.
2: I, I think it will. All right.
1: Give me more on it.
2: You know, um, a lot of gaming consoles have tried to make these mobile um scenes, but I think the PC Steam scene is going to make something that they know gamers are going to be able to use. They're going to make something, a handheld device that allows gamers to take a portable console on the go with good graphics in their entire Steam libraries, fresh out the box to go. They don't have to go and buy new games. They just log into your Steam account, download the game you want to play, and boom, on the mobile going wherever you want to go without lugging a giant box pc or a laptop with and honestly even with the 4k or the 1080p handheld switch coming out i don't think it's it's gonna stand up to this new console that's able to run all these games with high graphics and high power that steam is able to create
1: all right mike that means you're stuck with it can't compete
0: (laughs) tell me why yeah. Um you said it has a lot of games coming to the Steam Portable Console, whatever it's called. Steam <laughs> Portable. <laughs> <laughs> you said it has a lot of games, but let me tell you. Doesn't have Mario. Doesn't have Legend of Zelda.
1: Mhm.
0: I doesn't have Luigi's Mansion. I love Luigi's Mansion, so I'm going to throw it in there, listeners. <laughs> it doesn't have Fire Emblem. You know, It does. it's not going to have the pantheon of just first-party classics that the Switch will mm-hmm. have. Switch will come out with a new Mario. Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. There's got to be another Fire Emblem. You know these things are being made. Pokemon is now on the Switch. Like, there, there mm-hmm. is... <sighs> There, there's gonna be competition there for sure, um, just because. Yeah, you're right. Steam, you know, you could just travel with your Steam library and just boot it up on that on that portable console, but you are also missing out on some classic games at what i believe would probably be maybe half maybe even third of the cost. We're talking the Switch is at $300, Switch Lite is at $200. You mean to tell me that a portable steam machine is going to get down to that price? I just don't see it happening. I think Switch will be better in the long run.
2: You know, funny thing is you said there would be some competition there, uh which kind of lost your own argument, but uh, on the other note uh the the first party titles, yes, you'll have those. You'll have the Nintendo collection of games and their franchises, but on the Steam, you'll have so many games, so many games for the price that you won't have to worry about having a switch in your back pocket on the other side that you can play whenever you want and have all these games, including the new releases that aren't on Nintendo the non-family friendly games, the ones for adults, the ones for gamers that have been gaming on PCs since they were a little kid, they're going to have that entire library for the price, on the go, whenever they want to boot up a game that they've been playing their entire lives, or something new that just came out and just hit Steam, they can download it and have it ready for them in their hands. They won't have to go home, set up it on a docking station, they'll be able to play it in good quality, on the go, on the screen provided
0: yeah but so final thoughts like you you're saying that you know i said that it will compete yeah it, it's going to compete initially but i'm saying will it actually like supersede the switch like will it actually compete in the long run i don't think that i don't think that answer is yes because not only do you have that first party uh, lineup with the marios and the zeldas of the world but On top of it, every time there's a game that is on Steam, majority of the time it finds its way on the Switch anyway. I mean, you look at some of the top Steam games from last year, like Game of the Year quality, like Hades, on the Switch all these mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that are going to make their way to the switch and on top of it you have Mario and Zelda like that's that just blows it out of the water oh, oh. and we're going to be getting we're going to be getting a 4K version soon with a 1080p screen i don't i don't think they're going to i don't think valve is going to be able to get uh get a 4K screen and plus if it is a 4K screen on a small platform like that it's going to be it's going to be like 500 to 800. The switch is switch mm-hmm. is way cheaper.
2: I agree completely. I agree. Um, the The difference is, like, the, um, the handheld ability of just booting up those games whenever you want, right? The ones that are on the top Steam library right now, and the ones that Steam are looking for a portable console to put on, they're going to have their own console to do that, which means Switch won't be getting those games anymore. Only Steam will have those games on the portable console. So anyone that wants to play those games on the top Steam library are going to have to go to go to the Valve handheld or the Switch whatever the the Steam Mobile whatever it's called they're going to have to go there from that point forward. So I think that with the cost it's worth it because of the game library that you're carrying along with it. You're able to take all that stuff on the go portable and I know myself I have 100 plus games in my steam library ready to go day one it's like having a game pass on the go already when it launches
0: so so just let me ask you a question that steam library is mm-hmm. is every game you have in your steam library made by valve
2: no no it's not but the, the, the difference is steam knows that it's going to be made by valve sure which is half-life and all the, all the roots of steam, yeah. the, the beginning, the beginning of the tree that they've blossomed into, but and the, they're going to easily be cut deals to that, get all that. Steam but library that there.
0: library right there is a mm-hmm. publisher choice. The publisher is going to decide where they put the game. So think mm-hmm. of your 150 games or whatnot, whatever you have on there, the publishers are going to decide if it goes to steam and switch. And so therefore, Steam's not going to be able to choose what games are going to be exclusive to their portable console.
1: All right. (laughs) Cutting in here. Mike, I liked your argument. Duck knocked it down. Uh. He took the W on this one. (laughs) Now, he he had it with the, the amount of games, the fact that you already said it would compete, and the fact that you acknowledged that competition was going to happen and maybe not in the long run, but the fact that there is going to be competition finally in the space is, is a win for the point. Right. So, Duck, Valve will have competition in, the pl- in, in this space. Borderlands 3 was prime to allow full crossplay. So, 2K Games went and said, Nah. <laughs> PlayStation not getting it. No crossplay. PlayStation support has been pulled. PlayStation support, words are hard, has been pulled. Uh, the rumor being that, uh, that Borderlands Publisher pulled it and not PlayStation. So, who do you think did it? Do you think 2K said PlayStation can't have it? Or do you think PlayStation said, we don't want it? Now, Mike, you lost the last round. So, did 2K... Or did PlayStation make the call?
0: So um, I know sometimes like we all three of us, even Cicero, you know, Cicero on the show we're we're pretty much we are like more into Xbox. Obviously, PlayStation definitely, definitely has the exclusives. Uh, that's for sure, um, but but we are more of an Xbox, so we we bag on PlayStation a little bit. Um, that's for sure, and they made some questionable decisions recently with the launch of the PS Five and just their customer, uh, you know, their customer relations. That you know, question definitely, but I'm gonna hold off my bag on them today because I do believe that it was the publisher. I believe it was Two K, and here's my reasoning. The biggest key to this is actually not even part of the story. The biggest key is part of Apple versus Epic. The lawsuit happening Mm. right now in courts. Mm -hmm. There was a document that was released that Fortnite, so Epic Games, had to pay PlayStation millions of dollars to have cross-play support on the PlayStation platform. So I mean Fortnite Fortnite has the money, obviously, to do that. But they actually had to pay PlayStation. So PlayStation is bartering their console right now as a hey, if you want cross-platform, you're gonna have to pay us. So maybe this does turn into a bag of PlayStation. Like that, like that just whatever. That's dumb. Anyway, that's my that's a whole nother thing. But 2K although they are rich, although they are big. And we're talking about Take-2 as well. Like t- Take-2 owns 2K, owns Rockstar, like they are big. But I think it might have been their choice because they didn't want to pay Sony the money to get crossplay on their platform.
1: All right. Mike says 2K pulled it. Justin, obviously you're saying PlayStation said not today. <laughs> What what makes you think that? Not today. <laughs> uh, not today. Right. I
2: actually wanted a Sony on this one because I believe it is Sony that um is stopping this from happening. Back in twenty eighteen there was a Fortnite debacle where Sony cut off crossplay for Fortnite and players were outraged about it. Finally they turned it around. We had Minecraft and Rocket League both being crossplay on Nintendo and Xbox and a Sony just started doing it afterwards they said no 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 and then they started doing it now you can sign into an xbox profile on microsoft on a playstation console now through minecraft you know sony has the power to say no pay me money sure but it's their call in the long run who pays who and how much money needs to be paid to put your game on our our system if you want crossplay, sony's the one making the money so i think sony did say oh maybe 2k doesn't have enough money Maybe they don't want to pay us. Sony's the one making that call. They're the one putting the stop to the crossplay.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mike. they could they could set a limit to um, they could set a limit to how much they want for the crossplay. But you know, ultimately, two K's like you know we're we're just not going to deal with you. Um, and that's that's kind of where the that's. I think this is I think this is maybe a potential where 2K is just throwing it out there that like we're just not going to play your hardball. Like we're we're just mm-hmm. sick of this hardball and so like 2K just pulled it. We're not going to pay you millions of dollars like Fortnite did. Fortnite's going to do that, right? Fortnite definitely has the money for sure. So does 2K, so does Take-Two. But like Fortnite's going to do that mainly because Fortnite is the biggest game in the world like Borderlands three ain't, ain't no Fortnite. You, you know, like they like take two is not going to spend the money because, because it's just Borderlands three. Like, and they'll put it on Xbox. Xbox is all about cross play. So it's PC, you know, whatever, whatever console it's on, they're all about it. They'll put it on there. But two K, um, you know, they're not gonna, they're, just, they're just not going to play PlayStation's game anymore. Like that's, that's really, that's really where it comes down to.
1: All right, final thoughts, Justin?
2: You know, um, even with that, even with 2K not wanting to play hardball with Sony, it's because of Sony's actions that they're not going to have crossplay. Sony is the one making the call that you're not getting crossplay here. You know, yes, Fortnite does have billions of dollars to spend, but Rocket League didn't. When it got crossplay, it didn't have a lot of money. And you know why? Sony let it happen. They saw what happened with Fortnite. They saw what happened with Minecraft. They said, "You know what? Another big game that's going into EA Sports. Let's let's get give them, them crossplay." It's Sony's call in the long run. What gets crossplay and what doesn't?
1: All right, this one's hard. Um, <laughs> dang it! Uh, you both had really good points. Um, you're right. PlayStation. PlayStation has done this before. PlayStation has held the gate and has held the the power and said hey you know what you don't pay you don't pay you don't play Mm uh for this one i want to think that they learned their lesson and so i'm i'm going with mike and i'm thinking that uh i'm thinking that uh that 2k said you know what we don't need you we're gonna stay off playstation you do you. We're gonna do us. We're gonna stay away. Uh, when you want us, come get us. And I think that uh, I think that they pulled before PlayStation could do anything about it. And they said we're gonna do us here. And Sony, it's in their court now. I think that they now get to make that call. But I think initially, two K pulled. So I'm giving it to Mike because I want to believe that two K pulled first, and that. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a Han Guido situation, and we don't really know. But
2: it's pretty tough with Borderlands because it's a game that doesn't have microtransactions, so it's something that they're not going to be making money after after they allow crossplay. No, so it's, it's something that they could just let this little fish go and come back with something
1: bigger. We we shall see. It'll all turn out in the end, and we'll find out what really happened. But uh, hopefully, the for the for the listeners out there on PlayStation, I mean, make your voices heard and say, "Hey, you want it." Like, that's what ultimately needs to happen, is the, the players on PlayStation need to use their pocketbooks and say, you know, we want this and do it for us because we control your company because we actually pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what needs to happen. We'll see what happens. We never really know. On to the <laughs> next one. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Come on now, my favorite Jelly, game. Jelly,
0: by the How way, well. <laughs> there, was an, there was another debate topic that I was ch- considering, but I was just like, I got to throw this in for Jelly because he's, <laughs> yep. he's Ocarina. I didn't even know this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- uh, yeah. This, was, this was a recent article. So it was really Zelda
1: cool. Ocarina of Time, listeners, my favorite game, maybe arguably of all time, uh, had a mechanic in the game that was the portal gun another one of my favorite games <laughs> <laughs> portal is so fun uh but it was taken out so what is a mechanic from a game that you think would work perfect in another game uh so this is a pretty open question i'm going to ramble for just a minute while you guys think of it and when you're ready maybe give me a signal but this is huge. Uh, Justin's ready. Mike, are you I'm, ready?
0: I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I thought Holy about this. Holy moly! <laughs> you could okay. you could rant for a little bit if you want, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is just the idea of this. So I read oh, to yeah, this earlier, and game. I was like, "Yo, any any mechanic from any game to put into another game," and like my mind just started spinning. Like the wheels mm-hmm. just started going. There mm-hmm. are so many things that I would love to see from one game put into another game. Uh, I'm not going to give you guys any of I, You already have your ideas, yeah, but yeah, I don't but... want to spoil anything. But seriously, like, my brain just wanted to overdrive. <laughs> and I was like, oh, think about this or think about that. Or what if I had this when I was playing this game? And, like, right. yo, mm-hmm. huge. Okay, so what is a mechanic from a game that you think would work perfect in another game? Uh, Mike, you had the Borderlands win. Justin, you're up first if you choose. You can make Mike go first, and you can take second spot. I'll go first this
2: time. All right. All right. So I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil, obviously. Uh, When you beat Resident Evil, you unlock a mode called New Game Plus, which allows you to kind of like how old school games had cheat codes. Allows you to have, say, new guns that weren't in the game because they're overpowered or unlimited ammo or, you know, faster walking. You have all your stats from the original game and inventory transferred over to your new game when you start a new game so you're able to continue the new game leveled up and i'm going to take that feature that new game plus and take it to another game that's near and dear to my heart that i've played the entire saga of bioshock so you're able to take that first bioshock game play through it like everyone did good or evil choose your ending and then take all of your stats and maybe some bonus effects that you didn't have access to And bring them into a new gameplay to start over with. Feel like a real, real big daddy. And keep going through the game a second time. And then carry on through the entire trilogy like that. Sounds like it would be fun having those extra abilities that weren't available to you during gameplay. Either being overpowered or whatever. Making the game a little easier and rewarding players for replaying the game.
0: All right,
1: I'm going to call that God Mode. Uh, (laughs) Mike, what uh, what is yours?
0: I was thinking a lot about this and I was thinking about two games. Um and I I just thought of this idea and I was just like how cool would this be? So <laughs> um I, post-apocalyptic, right? You know, something something where it's just like a you know, deserted whatever um and you just you just don't necessarily know where things were you know whether it was a nuke such in fallout um i'm going to use fallout by the way as my example <clears throat> fallout 3 fallout, okay. fallout 4 whatever fallout is the game that the new mechanic is going into okay so what what i believe would be cool is you know th- imagine bethesda taking a new Fallout game fallout 5 or whatever and you're <clears throat> And you are in like you know, a say Los Angeles, whatever, or you're you know you're in Chicago or whatever, where wherever it is, and it's a post-apocalyptic, a post-apocalyptic setting, a nuke has gone off, nothing is as what it was, right? So you're you get out of your vault and you're you know you're in your Fallout suit and you're just you're like ready to go explore um, and see what the world is like now, and it's it's a disaster. And so I was thinking about a mechanic from another game that is, as as Justin said, that is near and dear to my heart. It is a game, Jelly, that you have actually been playing, and it is also the best first-person shooter campaign of all time, and that's Titanfall 2. In okay. Titanfall 2, there was a level where you had a wristband that you can press a button and it basically turns back time. It changes your level, it changes what you're looking at visually to the past. Now, what if we bring that to Fallout, to this like post-apocalyptic area? You have like side quests here. This is how I imagine it doing it. Like you have side quests that you go to and you do. And like, let's say this side quest, this person's like, "Hey, you know, I I don't know. I like maybe maybe let's get a little little crazier. I I don't I don't know where my husband went. I don't know where my daughter went. And I just kind of want to have a little peace of mind." Uh, you know, a little piece to know, like, what happened, and you say, okay, I have this gadget that I can kind of see what happened at the nuke, you know, and so you go to where she, the person believes her husband was last, you press the button, and it turns back time, basically, and what you're seeing is Is The old version of where that was before the nuke dropped and you kind of see you could kind of see the scene play out where you're going into where the nuke is dropping it goes off and you see like her husband like flee somewhere. He kind of gets trapped up in some rubble and then you go to that rubble to see if he's there and lo and behold, he's like carved out like this hole or whatever. And he's actually survived and you find her husband for her because you were able to bring this time mechanic into this game. I think it would be pretty sweet. I think there's a lot of other applications. That's what I was thinking of. I think it'd be really cool.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we've got uh, God mode and we're bringing into Bioshock. Uh, and then we've got, I'm going to call it time-lapse because that just sounds like a great name. We've got time-lapse and, uh, and fallout. Uh, Justin sold it to me more, Mike. I'm sorry, but, uh, but God but, mode wins. Now it's, hear, it's really hear, about hear, like, hear Oh, go ahead, Joey. Uh, <laughs> where, where you failed. And I'm, I'm sorry. I had. Like I liked where you were going with it.
0: You didn't give but me a rebuttal, though. I had a perfect rebuttal. <laughs> um,
1: I'm sorry, man. The, the, Justin's was so good in one shot. Get everything, play through. When you start again, you've got it all, right? It was good. And yours was play through, but you've got this cool perk. And what you can do now is you can actually time-lapse back. To a point in time before the end of the world, quote unquote, end of the world. And uh, I love the idea, but the story you put with it didn't sell it to me. Like, I feel like you could have done so much with that. And what you gave me was this lady's husband is missing
2: investigation,
1: carved out a hole in a rock and he survived a nuclear blast somehow, which sounds interesting enough, but but didn't sell it, and I think there could have been a really big sell point there for for this time lapse feature. You know, being able to I'm going to literally turn back time on this, and I can reveal what was. I feel like there could have been a bigger uh, should
0: have given me a rebuttal, man, because he just went on a techni- technicality. <laughs>
1: well,
2: also, minus replay- replayability as well. Um,
0: Yours isn't a mechanic it's a built-in system it's not a mechanic new game plus Uh, is just a new type of mode it's not a mechanic (laughs) is that that not a mechanic it's yeah
2: Uh, it's
1: it's definitely not available
2: to you before you play the game all the way through
1: so you're unlocking a feature
0: is a feature feature. not a mechanic (laughs) Will, it's is a mechanic a... based It allows
2: you to use everything that you used previously. And then that's new what, stuff that's that what that I wasn't was saying, available.
0: Jelly. Like you, you didn't give me a rebuttal. No, give it to him, please. Like give it to him. That's fine. A, but you didn't give game, me though. a rebuttal. <laughs> <'Cause> uh, <laughs>
1: the mechanic is called God mode and it won. Good job, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. It's a technicality, uh, but
0: I'll give it to you.
1: So, I I like your idea, Mike. I think time <laughs> lapse is awesome. But uh, I also
2: agree; it would be cool for <laughs> investigation purposes.
1: That's the yeah.
0: only. That's the only purpose that I wanted it for too. It's cause like, I think because like you
1: could <laughs> interact with it though. If you could have used mm. it as a time travel. No, but that, but you can dope. interact
0: with the Titanfall thing. Like I, you can interact with like because it changes your. Actually, in the Titanfall level, have you gotten to that level, Jelly? No, I have not. Okay, the Titanfall level. First of all, it's it's like it 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 is the best first person shooter level of all time. I'm sorry, it is. Whoa. Um, you, it changes the enemy type. So you're you're like you're in the uh, you're in the future or whatever, and you're fighting against like um the the uh, what are they called in Apex? It's the same. It's the same villain.
2: Which, like, which in, 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 in The history? no Hammond? the
0: the four uh, the four Leviathans? legged beasts
2: the f- oh prowlers yeah the prowlers, prowlers.
0: you're so in the timefall level you're fighting prowlers you press a button and it switches to like human agents that you're fighting like it switches your enemy type it's really really cool anyway
1: that's crazy yeah, yeah so so I, humans like were prowlers of, in the future of time lapse right. uh, mm-hmm. but you could have explained a little better on the first pass that's all I'm saying all right we're doing a <laughs> weekly fight. Let them fight. Pokemon Diamond versus Pokemon Pearl. And Justin won the last one, so Mike, you actually get to choose which pick your fighter. Do you want Pokemon Diamond's Dialga, or do you want Pokemon Pearl's Palkia? And this is a head-to-head fight. Battling it out. Uh for those listening, these are legendary pokemons in the new uh Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl game the remasters. They are, they're Yeah, the they're big baddies and they look kind of cool, not gonna lie. The <laughs> um, giant blue dog dinosaur looking thing. Yeah. Palkia looks a little bit like Godzilla.
0: So can you expi- can you explain the fight to our listeners uh because there's a little wrinkle because Justin and I haven't played these games before. So why? Which way are we fighting?
1: <laughs> you mean head to head? Fist a physical, com- a physical combat battle.
0: Yeah. So we, since we have not played the game, we are pl- fighting them. Where we are choosing their appearance only. Who would win in a fight?
1: <laughs> yes. We don't know their powers. Mm. We don't know abilities. We know nothing. Just based on what they look like. Who's got it in the bag? And uh, we're going to leave in the show notes a picture or at least a link to a picture. No, if we I'm going to put, gonna put in it there. in the
0: video version as well. And then I'll, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes too. So if you have not seen them, um, if you got
1: a smart device, just Google them because they look kind of cool.
0: <laughs> Google. Oh, Justin, who do I choose? Who do I give you?
1: That's the real That's power the real question. He, yeah. <laughs> you get to choose who he gets.
0: Um, I'm going to choose uh, Palkia. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. I'm going to choose Palkia. Mm -hmm. Um, so the reason I'm choosing Palkia is because uh, on his shoulders he's kind of kind of like he's got some gear, man. He's got some armor. It looks like you know he's like he could take a, take a few hits on the shoulders, you know, like because I, the you know Dialga. I, I imagine this you know Dialga Pokemon, you know, kind of running on all fours, charging with its head, and I I just believe you could block it. But also, but also he's got he's got some hands. So like if he's charging with whatever is up there, his spikes or whatever. Like, I feel like he could just grab those and then just toss to the side or whatever. Do like a Hulk and Loki thing where he's just tossing back and forth (laughs) like this on the ground and just kind of destroying. And then plus, that tail, that tail looks like a little, looks a little ruthless. Kind of like the Godzilla tail, kind of like swing it and smack him right in the face. Get him all uh, uh, off balance, off force. Man, my, my my guy my boy Palkia has got it in the bag.
1: <laughs> Alright, Dustin, tell him why he's well, wrong.
2: Well, I hear you out there, but I think uh Dialga is gonna win this fight. I think of him more of a Brontosaurus mixed with a stegosaurus. He's got that long neck running fast, and you're more of like a tiny arm T Rex who can't reach things. You've got the shoulder pads, but I don't need no pads, because when I run around fast, headbutt, or stomp on you with two arms, you know, they they sit on their back legs, and those claws on his feet can tear you a new one. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. And I think if you were to fall over with those tiny arms, you ain't getting back up. (laughs)
0: All right. First of all, those don't look like tiny arms to me. They could do kind of look like they extend a little bit. So I think they're a little bit longer than T-Rex. And plus, you equated your Pokemon to a Brontosaurus. Broncosaurus has no tenacity. They're herbivores, dude. Like, my guy is a T-Rex. My guy is has the determination to destroy you and just completely obliterate you and toss you around like Hulk did with Loki. There's no chance you're winning this fight, bro. Plus, plus I got this blade on the back, dude. Dude, I don't know what it does, but it could have stab you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that, but don't you see those thighs you got on that dude? You, you you can't reach under your legs. There is no way those arms are gonna reach down to grab me when I swoop in and trip you. No, dude. You're gonna you... fall down and I'm gonna pounce on your head with my double horns and just pierce right through no, you. No, see ain't, you ain't...
0: see you got those wrong, man. Because those are those are what we call thunder thighs. So you're, I'm gonna grab those. That I'm just gonna grab you and choke you with my thighs, and you're just you're just down. Cause I'm gonna wrestle you man. down to the ground. You, yo, you're you're on all fours. If you're on all fours on the ground, you just have no chance, man. Because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jujitsu you, man.
2: You know, it's it's more like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, right? So I've got the speed. <laughs> I've I've got the speed and speed always wins over power. If I've got the speed to evade and pull you down you ain't going to be able to do anything.
0: I don't know man.
2: Four legs are way faster than two, yeah, especially but, with thunder thighs.
0: But but when when uh, speed comes into play and you're just close enough, just, just it's like Godzilla. Just let me get you on my hands one one time, one time, and I'll 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 throw you like Loki. <laughs> I
2: just I just worry what happens when you fall down. You're not gonna be able to get up with those thunder thighs.
0: That's those right. I'll just arms. use the tail and I'll just flip up. <laughs> uh. All right.
1: I think I've heard it. I gotta go with my choice, Palkia. Yeah. I I I think he's got it in the fight. I think I think with the, the hands, with them big old thunder thighs, with that tail, he's, he's got the tail to keep him balanced, so he's not going backwards very easy. He's got some sort of wing, blade, knifey thing that goes from the top of his head all the way back, way past him. He's got them solid, boulder shoulders. Uh, now, while I think Dialga is a faster Pokemon, I think he's a foe worthy, an adversary that, that actually puts up a really good fight. I think when it comes right down to it, Palkia finishes. Both of them bloodied, bruised, and beaten, but Palkia's left standing when Dialga collapses. Bam! That's it.
0: <laughs> Thunder thighs for the win. <laughs>
1: Thunder thighs. Yeah. Terrible. But you
2: didn't. You didn't see my Power Ranger crystal on my chest. So.
1: <laughs> there I is some sort of crystalline
2: Was
0: it... <laughs>
1: uh, object. But
2: he's um, got orbs I, on his it's shoulders. it's
0: Probably a diamond.
2: He's <laughs> gonna give me the cold shoulder and I'm gonna give him the cold chest.
1: <laughs> Di- oh, uh, diamonds harder than pearls. Maybe that should have been brought up. <laughs> Darn. Anyways, too late now. Leaderboard time. <laughs> All right, top five Justin, Nintendo good battles, buddy. Consoles. That was a good test your oh, yeah. mite. <laughs> and that was a great testament. Top five Nintendo consoles and handhelds. Is this either or? Did we did we set up an either or category? Mike writes these listeners, and I uh, only sometimes do. Uh, so Mike, is this uh, is this Nintendo consoles as a whole?
0: Yeah. So N- Nintendo consoles and, and handhelds. So everything. Also, I think since there's not, I mean, there's not that many. Let's just go with two picks a piece.
1: Okay. So Justin. You are the guest, so you get to pick your two first. My top two Nintendo consoles of all time.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm going to go with the SNES, uh, the Super Nintendo. That is going to be up there on mine. Played a lot of good games on that growing up, Mm -hmm. including Final Fantasy III with a tower of never-ending death. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of good games, Super Mario Worlds on there. Yoshi's Island.
1: So many uh, good games on Super so Nintendo. Many.
2: Um, so many. Uh, so SNES for sure. And I'm going to go ahead and put Game Boy Color.
1: Ooh, the GBC.
2: You know, I I do love a good uh, Tetris on the original Game Boy, but I think that with Pokemon and Fire Emblem, or not Fire Emblem, uh, Advance Wars I think it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was uh, Advance Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then Pokemon, and you know there was a Tetris, obviously, and all the other games on there. Um, one of the biggest games I played was Super Mario Land Two, Land of the Six Golden Coins. I don't know if you Ooh. ever played that, but that was oh, yeah. a fantastic game uh, that I played in color. Did you say and a
1: fantastic was... game? Was that a dab? Fun? No, <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, you said but fantastic, but
0: we could we could roll with the punches. <laughs> I switched. <to> that. <laughs>
2: No, it was definitely good. It had boss fights. It had creative new arcs for the story of Mario. World
1: exploring. Mario, I believe is what you meant to say. Mario? Uh, Mario. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Those would be my two. What you got?
0: Man, so, like, part of me wants to pick the Switch because I do think it's, like, the penultimate one. Like, it's... Man, it's just so good. The... It is gimmicky, like you just throw it on there. Um, it's on the tube. <laughs> the tube. Am I um, filling
1: it in? Are you telling me switch right now? You said part of no, you feels like it, but it yeah. also sounds like you're not gonna go for it.
0: But but like I like the idea of what Justin went. He went with one console and then one handheld. So I think we're gonna do that. Um, so I'm gonna throw up the GameCube. Um, I think the GameCube is just so incredibly underrated. I think that controller is underrated. Like not a lot of people enjoy it jelly included apparently I, lo- I, <laughs> I, I, I
1: enjoyed it, it I am great. one of those guys I, love I can't that. stand that stupid thing it's I impossible love- to hold it doesn't work for crap everyone else is better at it than me it's a terrible <laughs> thing and I've got big hands that don't work I love
0: it. that controller um, I have a lot of fond memories on the GameCube just like it's one of the consoles that I grew up with it's the first console that you know my mom uh, it's one of the first consoles that my mom bought that generation for me um i so yeah gamecube has a lot of good games as well um talking about super smash Bros. melee um, you're talking about legend of zelda wind waker talking about the metroid primes uh like yeah some good stuff there so
2: mario sunshine
0: mario sunshine too as well um so i'm gonna go gamecube i'm gonna go with the ds light um oh, oh okay the light, specifically, um, reason being because the DS itself, like it just the form factor was just so much better when it when they uh, brought out the DS Lite iteration. Uh, so same console, obviously, but uh, man, the vast library of stuff like on the DS is just it's just amazing. So DS Lite specifically, and one of my favorite games of all time is from the DS Lite, and that was that was the uh, Pokemon Soul Silver. Justin, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you have my DS Lite. <laughs> the white one. Uh, Remember you I bought don't... it for me, I think, because you wanted Is it to mod white? it? Yeah, you wanted to mod it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh I filled them in so these guys can see what I'm choosing, but My console for Nintendo is the N64. I don't think it's any surprise to those of you who've been listening to this show for a while. Uh, N64 has some of the greatest games of all time. It has GoldenEye. It has Mario Kart 64. Obviously the best Mario Kart ever made. It has Donkey Kong Country, which is the first game I had on mine. It has uh, Perfect Dark, which was also fantastic. And Killer Instinct. There were so many games that I played on N64. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. That controller was something else. I'm not saying what it was, but yeah, it was definitely you, something you else. And you said
0: the GameCube controller <laughs> is trash? <laughs> Just get out of time. I, uh,
2: I would say the N64 is better than GameCube, in my opinion.
1: Ooh, look at that second, did. Thank you very much. Like the, why c- Goldeneye the console or the show. controller?
0: The console or
1: the uh, controller? The, the, con-
2: the controller uh, and the console as well, actually. Uh, GoldenEye is the only argument you
1: need for that obviously although they did remake it but hey besides the point <laughs> you N64 n my... 64 <laughs> controller is
0: better than the GameCube I can't N64 believe you're saying that is a better phrase.
1: uh it is it's a better console N64 is a better console and then for my handheld I'm going with the Switch uh I would have chosen probably the Game Boy Color but it's already up there cuz that's what I spent most of my time playing on um but I have a Switch now, and it fulfills all the purposes that a handheld should, except for fitting in my hands well, which is unfortunate. I feel like the Game Boys fit in better than the Switch does. With that being said, the Switch is a freaking killer gaming console. It is a console. Mm -hmm. It has a dock. You can plug it in. You can play it on the big screen. But when you're ready to walk away from it, you can just grab it literally straight out of its dock and continue your gameplay. It just picks up immediately where you left off. Uh, So for me, being a huge Zelda fan, especially Breath of the Wild, I can literally play on the TV. And if I want to go hang out with my wife and she's watching a terrible show in the other room, but I want to be a good (laughs) husband and spend time with her. Right. We've all been there. Uh, Then I just literally pick that thing right up out of the dock, continue, continue my gameplay, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. And I'm sitting right next to the wife and she's having a good time watching uh, Grey's Anatomy. We'll just say a terrible show. And uh, and I'm sitting there playing a wonderful game. I hate that show. Uh, yeah, House is better. Um, House is fantastic. ER yeah. is also fantastic, although harder to watch. Uh, but hey, it's a 90s show, and that's what we do around here. Um, anyways, we've got six, and we need a top five, so someone's getting a boot.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> the, honestly, I, I like the GameCube. I would, the I would great say the console. DS
2: Lite, honestly.
1: I'd
0: I would DS say
2: the Light. DS Lite. Yeah. Okay. I would, I would say the um, ds Lite, maybe
0: but, yeah i think i think just the ds Lite just like started like i mean the ds Lite had just so much games like and good games too yeah. like
2: and it stayed a long around a long yeah
0: time. and i mean you think about you think about like the 2ds and the 3ds like you could play the ds games on there like they have a so i don't know like i, I obviously think we, well, what other
1: i think we cut game boy color I don't know. I can't, Game Boy I, Color I, was I, great. But I, that was going to be my wow, chosen. Like That was going to be my chosen. You think so? Game Boy Yeah? Color that was, over
2: that was be. Yeah, that was going to be my chosen. Okay, well,
0: uh, if by our rules, it, you, by yeah, our rules yeah, it's on there. One, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we all have one choice, so uh, we'll throw it in. Game Boy Color, <laughs> it's on the list. Uh, Mike, which one are you keeping? Which one's your for sure
0: I think I'm going to choose DS Lite because it it has one of my top five favorite games of all time Um, Soul Silver. So I think I got to choose it.
2: But you also have Silver on
1: Game Boy Color.
0: Yes. So doubly awesome. (laughs) And I'm
1: obviously picking N64 because hello, Ocarina of Time. Good choice. Now we get down to the
0: Cheddar. So the SNES. What is it going to be? The SNES, the GameCube, or the Switch? I don't. Know, do you? Th- I mean, Gosh. Justin. Do you think the GameCube above the Switch? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't. No, put no, I, can't I put wouldn't Game do GameCube over Switch, but I nope. could
1: put GameCube over SNES. I know no, you can't SNES. Do, no, link to the past. Put, the I original Mario Kart.
2: Well, that's not on the list. I know it's not. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just saying. There's there's other stuff <laughs> I put over it. Honestly, <laughs> we have the Switch and GameCube. What for melee? That's that's good. Mario Sunshine. We got Pikmin. We got Luigi's the original Game. Animal Crossing.
1: GameCube had good offerings. The Switch has almost all the same offerings as GameCube, and then some. Maybe not all of them. But now clothes. both
2: of them were technically portable because the GameCube did have a handle. <laughs> it did have a handle. This is true.
0: <laughs> You just
2: couldn't play uh, it on, a, on the go.
0: <laughs> I was about to grab mine and show the handle off. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I think it, I think it's SNES and Switch. It, like SNES so? is the start of so many franchises. Yes. Like yeah. just yeah.
2: Super Metroid, the Super Star Wars trilogy,
0: yeah, like, the Super
1: everything, know. everything was Super on the <laughs> Super <laughs> Nintendo. <Yeah. laughs>
0: All right, um, I'm good with the SNES some... and the Switch. Those oh, are some right. hard
1: games, though. Star Wars. Yeah. Jeez, those are hard. Games, games were hard way back harder the back then. <laughs> Made you a better player, though. That's why we're better gamers than the kids out today. They they might be able to play Fortnite, but I don't think they could beat any of the, the Super Nintendo games. <laughs> no
0: way. Um, I, I don't even think I could beat some of the Super Nintendo games. Like, I'm, just, I'm just being real. <laughs> have either of oh, you beat so
1: Battletoads? Like Battle Battletoads? Oh, I mean, no, I've never beaten Have been you beat them. it? Nope. No. I, I never even played can't. it. Oh. Difficult. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Leaderboard is done. Listeners, we've got the Game Boy Color in no particular order. Sorry. No particular order. We have the Game Boy Color, the DS Lite, the N64, the SNES, and Nintendo's brand newest, even though it's kind of old, Switch. I like it. I'm super Cold happy list. with that. Uh, there are honorable mentions, obviously, that need to be on here. The uh, the Nintendo, the the granddaddy of them all, <laughs> the NES. Uh The fact that we don't have the Nintendo Entertainment System on here is a tragedy. A bit of one that should have put Virtual it's not, boy.
0: it's not a Super.
1: <laughs> it's not Super, but man, was it good. Um, I was afraid the we Virtual get Boy. Cube, the virtual the virtual Boy, get out yeah. here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh i like this list i'm happy with it i'm glad we've got some some mobiles we actually have three mobiles and three consoles because we one of them's a both
0: two mobiles one hybrid <laughs> two consoles.
1: we got three of each on a list of five and i'm happy with that all right okay. justin i want to thank you for joining us mike no pleasure having you back listeners we love you thank you for tuning in and just checking us out please share us with your friends if you enjoyed it please rate us and please head over to patreon where you don't have to support us but you can still get all the stupid content we give you because we're awesome we make it free for you mike is super awesome he's a great writer uh his articles i get to proofread which means i get to read all of them before you guys do (laughs) haha but Yeah, Jelly Jelly is a
0: grammar Nazi, um, so he's pretty good. I am, but I I I don't have a lot of mistakes. I don't have a lot of mistakes.
1: (laughs) Not many, but the articles are very good. Uh, The Mass Effect one was very good. The Tony Hawk one I remembered, which is why I brought it up, and you didn't. But that one was also very good. Uh, A really heartfelt uh, article Mm -hmm. that he wrote. Um, So that was nice. Uh, If you get the opportunity, go ahead and uh, check us out on Patreon, the Nineties First Podcast, or the Nineties First. Just the Nineties First. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah the 90s first and uh and if you want to support us monetarily uh as little as a dollar a month so it costs less than literally anything these days and you could help us support content and uh help us support making our content there we go (laughs) and we appreciate you so until next week we'll see you later bye guys bye party on wayne (laughs) party on garth